Include along with some others, Kevin James, Kevin James, his new show, Kevin Can Wait, Kevin Can Wait, and uh, Matt and Bonk's new show titled Man, Man with, with a, a plan. plan. Yeah, so first boy, thing, I'd like to know what that plan is. <laughs> so, first, I'll give you the two jokes I heard about these shows, and then you can go <laughs> into your actual opinions because mm-hmm. I have seen neither uh, in, in any part. But anyway, Kevin James, big Long Island guy, he's uh, he's from Long Island, I don't know what town, anyway, he's like. Um, uh, I'm embarrassed. I should know this. Yeah. But anyway, he's, he's, I should be embarrassed for knowing it. But so Stony Brook, Massachusetts, Huntington? Something like that. Mineola. Mineola, yes. Okay. So he's from Long Island. He's kind of beloved in Long Island because he's from Long Island, just like any other famous person from here. He had, he, I guess he films a show in New York City or Long Island City. One he of films places. in Bethpage. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Very close. Yeah. Cool. So he now, since he films it here and he loves it here, he hangs out around here. And he's actually... Um, Comedy club I'm going to tonight, Governors McGuire's in Bohemia. It's actually the same town I, I lived and grew up in. I'm staying here for Christmas now. And anyway, the comedy club right there, he goes there and hangs out just randomly, apparently. Mm-hmm. So some guy that I saw open up there like a year and a half ago who was very funny uh, is now on the show because oh, um, Kevin James saw him there and liked him. Yeah, Chris Roach. Is it Chris Roach? He's a guy who's kind of heavier, looks like, looks like, he makes a joke that he looks yeah. like um, Vince Vaughn. Is that the kind of guy? Mm-hmm. Kind of heavier, has a beard. Looks yeah. up. I believe I read yeah, Chris Roach. Chris Roach, yeah. So I saw him. He was very funny, and now he's, he's on a show, so that's good for him. Like, a lot of famous people come out here. Some woman, I forget her name. I bought a DVD, too. She's very funny. She's going to be in the movie The Comedian with uh, Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro Ooh. plays an aging comedian. Yeah. She's she's in the trailer, too. She's the woman that's like... Oh, um... She looks kind of mannish, and I know. And I, the only reason I say that is because he says, like, oh, I raised you when you were a little boy. Like, that's what the joke he makes to her. She's very funny, but she... No, not... No, 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 not, not Leslie way, Mann, not Leslie Mann. Comedy Seller was giving out, they were like, email us to get to get to RSVP, De Niro's doing stand-up here, filming the movie two nights from now, and I really? saw it. Yeah, they filmed it at like, Governor's. Yeah, and they, they were at Governor's in Levittown, they were at... That's the one in the trailer. And, yeah, and they, um, I... Didn't, yeah. yeah. So this woman who I saw, she she was the headliner at Governor's Mohemia. She talked about it in a lot of her sets. She's obviously very proud of it. It's a real cool thing. Um, she she basically trains him on like how to act like a comedian in the movie. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's cool. On, yeah. Governor's is a cool place around here. Um, oh, anyway, yeah. Kevin James, he hangs out there all the time. Um, it's really neat. And actually, last year on a night that I should have gone to that club, uh, I didn't. And Louis C.K. just showed up and did a 45-minute set, took over for some guy. For people who paid 15 bucks for their ticket. Wild. Oh, yeah. oh! I think I heard about. It. I remember hearing about. It. But anyway, Kevin James. So here's the, here's the joke, and here's how I heard it. So there's a there's a Twitter account called Seinfeld 2000, which is incredible, and it's basically it's a parody account of <laughs> of no no no. It's I'm called, wondering if I know what joke you're gonna say. But anyway, there's a different Twitter account that's a parody of that Twitter account called yeah, so, Seinfeld so, Modern Day. Yeah, so modern modern Seinfeld yeah. is it's a Twitter account that just tweets. Seinfeld episodes if like that alive. would exist today. Right, like about you know social media and self, smartphones, all that kind of stuff. But Seinfeld 2000 is a parody account of that. They're obsessed with B-Movie, which is Jerry Seinfeld's yeah. movie, and obsessed with 
like the quote, famous quote is, "What if Seinfeld released today? I think Jerry have iPad. Like yeah, Jerry yeah, the yeah, iPad yeah. is the big yeah, one." So anyway, they make, they also tweet about like rarely other shows from like the '90s. They hate Friends, which is funny. Like I know you love Friends, <laughs> but they hate it because it's not Seinfeld. And people talk about it as being the '90s show. So he goes. Uh, but anyway, he tweeted about the Kevin James show. He goes. Alternate titles for Kevin can wait. Yeah, all, like, there were parodies of like like uh, Kevin sent and like all these different things. But then the last one was the King of Queens. <laughs> that was hysterical. Because that's what my, my like parents they watch and they're like, yeah, it's trying to be the same show, which is fun. I love King it, of Queens. It um look, I have, real thing. look, I have opinions on Kevin James. I have opinions on uh, these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it. They say, I mean, yeah, they say. Um, he said when he was promoting the show that he was trying to do a show that was like you have to cater to this certain fan base that wants this familiar thing, and then yeah. also branch like out Kevin a little James. bit. Yeah, so it's uh, it is the same in a lot of ways, um, mm-hmm. but also different. I think with this show, the wife has more like the the wife role has more comedy. That's um, uh, Aaron Hayes. Um, I feel like in the King Queens, Leah Remini was like more of kind of like the straight man to mm. Kevin James. Yeah, I would see that. And in this, I th- they, like, give uh, her and, like, the kids more jokes and stuff. Um, I mean, there were no kids in King Queens. And then uh, I think the biggest thing is that it's, like, if it's, like, the King Queens, it's, like, later King of Queens mm-hmm. because King of Queens was, like, uh, in the last few seasons, it got a lot sillier and far-fetched, but not in a bad way. It was just mm-hmm. kind of this voice that it became. Um, I'm especially the only person who cares about the evolution of King of Queens, but <laughs> no, no, no. but um, I am a big fan of Kevin Can Wait. Not because I think it's the best show on television, but because it's like a low-concept sitcom yeah. that in some sense we don't have a lot of. We have a lot of Chuck Lorre sitcoms, right. like Big Bang and Two Broke Girls and stuff. Right. But other than that, I, I, I'm happy that there is... Uh, a low concept sitcom that it's like familiar. It's this is the era of like the the. It's familiar, know, but fa- I don't yeah. think I like some degree of familiar. Me like too. There, there's there's room on the slate on, on TV for some level of familiar. I'm sure. glad it's just not them doing like another superhero show. Like yeah, it's not. You know, if there was another, I don't know. You can say you can make the argument that's like that all the sitcoms are like each other, but I think it's different it's enough that it sets it's itself out. Right. Um. But. And the, and the the thing the thing with the show is so CBS has Kevin James, uh, Matthew Perry, and Matt LeBlanc all on shows on Monday night, right? Playing to this real like nineties, yeah, want to be like nostalgic last, thing. Like you said in the last podcast, like a joke trying to make it the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Comedy yeah. sitcoms <laughs> were were booming. Yeah, and the thing is, Matt LeBlanc show. I everything that I like about Kevin James show, and that I tell people that like. They're wrong for thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel about Matt LeBlanc show. Okay. Because uh, as somebody who is a fan of Joey, mm-hmm. the, the underrated Joey. Friends spinoff. Yeah, you have to explain to people what that is. Because people didn't even know there was a Friends <laughs> spinoff with multiple oh, seasons. So, one of which only aired in Canada. Joey is a Friends spinoff for two seasons. I think people know it exists. They, didn't, they don't know that it was canceled in the United States before the last eight episodes aired. You had to buy they haven't been seen by um, America ever, those last eight episodes, like on American TV. Uh-huh. Never been seen. Nobody knows what how Joey's story is? ended. Does he die? And season, <laughs> yeah, and season two no. didn't even come out in America. So you had it was released in Canada, and I had to buy it on Amazon. Jeez. Yes. And uh, I recently found out that a friend of a friend 
also owned season two on DVD. I thought I was like the only person in America, at least in the it? circle of people I knew that owned it, but oh that might God. not be true. But if you want to know more about Joey, I, I finally wrote an article for the internet about yeah. Joey. It's the most comprehensive Joey article you will find probably on the internet. What website is this on? Uh, for Splitsider. Yeah. Because uh, just Google, just yeah. Google the word Joey friend spinoff and it'll probably come up That's on the Google one because no one is writing cares. about it. Yeah. So, about, about the show. Um, and also I wrote a BuzzFeed list about why, <laughs> like an angry BuzzFeed list of like all the reasons, uh, like reasons that you should have watched Joey. But, uh -huh. Like I just told people that they didn't because, and they abandoned him and they should have watched the show. Uh -huh. And one of the reasons, and the, my favorite reason is that Melissa McCarthy's husband, Ben Falcone, played a, a supporting character on that show. He really? was like a, a crazy stalkerish. He was like a, a super geek for Joey Tribbiani, kind uh -huh. of, and he was like the best part of that show. Really? He was so funny, He's funny and guy. he was like the token over-the-top character, kind of, and I tweeted it to him, uh -huh. the BuzzFeed article, and he tweeted back to me. But he forgot, right? He, he did. <laughs> he forgot. He was on no, the show, I'm and gonna, he's your favorite part, I'm he gonna, forgot gonna, he was on I don't wanna, I don't want to misquote uh, one of the best guys involved with Joey, so I'm just going to give you the direct quote right uh -huh. now, but I will say it was... Um, Look, I'm not going to say it was the best moment of my life when he tweeted me, but it was the best moment of my life. <laughs> Quote, wow, this is a blast from the past, for sure. Fun time on that show. Awesome. Unquote. Yes, I love you. Oh, that part didn't happen. <laughs> he, was um, in, uh, he was in uh, Bridesmaids. He was funny. Oh, my. I didn't even remember this, but he also said thanks when I told him that he was hands down my favorite part of the show. Man, that's pretty cool. Didn't you know that? I also told him I had to buy season two from Canada. Maybe that's what you're saying. Thanks to. So <laughs> like he gets royalties from it. <laughs> so, anyways, Joey, it's a show. It's, a show. <laughs> it's, it's it's underrated. It was a fine like Friends. It was amazing. I don't, it was I an amazing sitcom. With you on this one, but you're gonna rant no, all day Joey about how was great an, Joey is. Friends was an amazing sitcom. Joey was I'm gonna disagree fine. there too. <laughs> and then we're gonna fight. Well, that here's the thing: is that. This is America. And so you can have your opinion and I can have mine. Right. But I have every right to make you believe my opinion yeah. with as many <laughs> false facts as possible oh, until finally you're afraid to state your opinion and uh -huh. then you just tell me that your opinion is my opinion okay. and then that's how Donald Trump becomes president. I mean, we're not doing politics. <laughs> we want to make America great. No, this is about Joey. Anyway. Um, so Joey, look, Friends is a great show. Joey was a fine sitcom. It was okay. a decent sitcom. It was a sitcom. It failed because it wasn't a great show and Friends was a great show. Man with a Plan is not as good as Joey. Interesting. By any means. I bet it lasts longer because of what else it's surrounded by right now yeah, on TV. maybe. But I I try to find the good in all shows and mm -hmm. there's something sure. there, sure. But I just am really... I just, I just am not sure what it is. It okay. feels like it was just... Joey had the one together. Like, I don't know. It just... It's weird. Yeah. Joey is the woman from uh, Sopranos. He was good. I forgot her name. Joey's Joey Mateo. Yeah, she's good. Yes, yes, yes. She's now in Shades of Blue with Ray Liotta. So happy that Ray Liotta is, uh, is back on television. Do you know Shades of Blue? I'm uh, aware. My parents like the show. I can't, you know, when Jennifer I watch Lopez. shows like that, I don't know, I stopped watching, like, I stopped watching serious network shows like this because I feel like they don't, like with Netflix that exists now, they can't touch the production value, production bu budget, from HBO upping to compete with Netflix, you know, with things like Westworld and their big budget stuff. It's like, I watch it and it just oozes with cheese sometimes. And look, I love Ray Liotta. I love Jennifer Lopez. I can't get into it. Can't get into it. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I like Ray Liotta. I don't like Jennifer Lopez. Really? No, I'm just not a, I'm not a J-Lo guy. 
You know, I was almost in a movie with her. I told you about this. <laughs> oh, really? Times. Were you an extra? No. I was auditioning to be the kid in Made in Manhattan. I got into, like, the top eight finalists. What? I thought I told you the whole thing. What? It's like 800 people auditioned. I was Made in Manhattan is sitting in that closet right now. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> I was almost in it. It's like, not it's my copy of it. I was, uh, yeah, so there was an audition in the city. You had to go. The audition was like, they were looking for nerdy kids because the kid is a nerdy kid. I just read Harry Potter. They were asking me, like, what's the last book you read? Some of these kids were like, I don't read. But I was like, yeah, Harry Potter, like, explain us what it's about. And I explained them the plot, and that was enough. Get me an audition, and they liked my headshots and all that stuff. Because I was doing, like, I did a commercial when I was younger. I was in, like, you Wait, know, I was not aware of stuff. any of this. Not aware of any of this? No. I thought I'd tell you. Okay, so I was a child child model. My only, I mean, my national one I was in pictures for, Fisher-Price did a, did some sort of a, do with lens crafters or something. They were selling Fisher-Price glasses. So my parents would picture me with, like, Fisher-Price glasses without lenses in them. But I was also in, like, local ads and stuff. I was doing one for Hip Healthcare, and that was pretty big in New York. Um... Oh, but I was in a commercial for Southside Fishing Clan. And you didn't go to my high school, so you didn't know this. This shit came back. I was, this in kindergarten. This shit came back on TV while I was in high school during a Knicks playoff game. And all my friends were watching, and my teachers, and I showed up to school the next day, and Mr. Hart, my, my, uh, my history teacher, goes, Hey, were you, uh, was that you in a commercial? I was like, yes. Like, Wait, what commercial? Can I find it online? It's not on YouTube. I actually just cut a digital version of it. I'll get it over to you at some point, and then we can make fun for of it. South, what is it? Southside Fish and Clam Restaurant. There's nowhere you're going to find it. It's like me on a beach with my grandfather. We don't catch any fish, so we go to the Southside Fish and Clam Restaurant instead. And actually, <laughs> I met the guy who filmed it the other day. This is 19 years later, and he wants to film a sequel commercial with me and like my son, which I don't have a son. <laughs> but we want to make that, and I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's make, let's make a sequel. It's that Southside Fish and Clam sequel that everybody's been waiting for. He said people still mention the commercial they to him. They probably do. I mean, because it's a local commercial. People see it on TV a thousand times with all these other cheesy, crappy commercials. You know what I mean? Is the restaurant? I, I... Shout out to Southside Fish and Clam Restaurant, our unofficial sponsor. Oh, yeah. We got so many. We got sponsors this year on the show. Big announcement. We yeah. have sponsors now we are both recovering alcoholics <laughs> <laughs> Southside fish and clam restaurant home of the twin lobster yeah they got good lobster wow I, I went there to get some shrimp and some clams on 4th of July and I talked to this guy and he was like oh my god I don't what a testimonial yeah Maybe. it was good I ate it it was good um oh the joke I heard about the the new Joey uh not man Joey with a plan man with a plan so it's again it's from the same Twitter account who hates like hates anything that's not Seinfeld, hates anything friends or or Joey related. And they just they're like they retweeted an advertising for the show and they're like, what's the plan? To be canceled? <laughs> yeah, I was unaware. I the the plan is that he I, he has a plan for parenting and mm -hmm. also he's a contractor, I believe, or an architect or something. Now wasn't Joe, wasn't Matt LeBlanc in a much better show on HBO that was semi? He was in a show called Show uh, uh, a show on Showtime. Showtime, not HBO. Sorry. Called episodes. Episodes, and Is it was it semi. But it was wasn't it about an actor who couldn't get away from like the fact that he was typecast he, because he, he was played, in a sitcom. It was uh, basically his life. He played a, he played a fictionalized version of himself, mm -hmm. cast in an American adaptation of like a respected British show. And the joke mm -hmm. when he was signing on to that was like. The main episode, like, the joke of the pilot was that they were like, oh, Matt LeBlanc's playing this character. So, like, there's, like, a promo for that where they're pitching him the idea of this show episodes. And he's like, wait, I'm the punchline? Like, me being me is the joke? <laughs> but, yeah, it was something, it was very, it was an inside baseball show, you know. Got it. But about TV, not baseball. I like that kind of stuff. I, mean, um, I like 30 Rock. Yeah, episodes is done. 
don't know. Um, I get it. I have other topics. Do you not have other topics? I, I, um, topics? I do. I, I do want to point out, because uh, we, we've successfully gone, we've set a record here. We've gone... Oh, dead air. Nope, I was <laughs> making sure we were still recording. We've gone um, one episode without mentioning Applebee's. Oh my god. <laughs> And I, I do want to point out no, something that I forgot. You, I screenshot on my computer. Say whatever you're That's say. still sitting here. I can't stop. Which is a news article. It starts rolling. Go ahead. That a New Jersey appellate court says a man cannot seek damages for burns he suffered while bowing his head in prayer over a sizzling steak for you to kill it. <laughs> out of Burlington, out of Burlington County. County Applebee's. <laughs> Who's at fault here? Let's think for a second. Well, look, honestly, that's something they should look into because when Applebee's my church, whenever I'm there, I pray. What is... Where's oh, Bur wait, where's Burlington County? Is this somewhere in the south? I'm just thinking, like, where do people I'm gonna, pray uh, New, dinner well, It was a New Jersey court, so I'm going to assume New Jersey. This family sat down at Applebee's. Guy ordered some sizzling steak fajitas. <laughs> like, let this scenario play out for you. Order some sizzling steak fajitas. It comes out, and the family, the kids are ready to eat, you know, their, their chicken tenders, which are delicious. And then the father's like, hold on, everyone stop. We gotta, we gotta pray for Jesus. And, he's, <laughs> and he bows his head, and the steaming hot steam from the sizzling fajitas, <laughs> fajitas. scalds his face. <laughs> now really, this sounds more like, like a religious thing than like a, an athlete. Like he should go to confession and be like, I don't know, like, <laughs> if you get hurt while praying, like, I feel like that's sort of like a sign from God or something that you can stop whatever you're doing, or, or maybe, I don't know what kind of like skeletons this guy's got in his closet, but. What I'm saying yeah. is, what I'm trying to say is, I don't blame Applebee's. <laughs> I never blame Applebee's. That sounds like a frustrating experience. Yeah. And if, you know what happened after he burned himself? What? He straight up had a triple chocolate meltdown. Oh my god, that's your one for this episode, <laughs> and you don't get a second one. But to be fair, I also I, I do want to point out that I in, invented a sport um, for people sport? who don't care about sports. It's called Shrugsby. Oh my god. Yeah. That's two. You're over your allotment now. Yeah, I know, but I love sports. Just for people who know, they need to know. Okay. Um, what sports do you love, Nick? You more oh, okay. stuff or not? Because I'm going <laughs> topics. No, know. actually, I will say this. This is worth mentioning. I forgot, and this just occurred to me now. So, um, <laughs> so Applebee's Twitter account, which is uh, close friend of the show, mm -hmm. right? Gave us gift cards. Great, great folk over there. Right. They're now taking on their own individual personalities. Mm -hmm. Um. I was looking up, there's a show called Eyewitness that I uh, cover and do reviews of for the internet, and I was looking up on Twitter what people were saying about the show, mm -hmm. and I searched people I follow to see if the TV critics I follow were saying anything about it, mm -hmm. um, see what kind of buzz it was getting, and the only person who tweeted about it was Applebee's, and <laughs> one of the guys from Applebee's, because they signed their name after it, mm -hmm. um, or women, was... He was asking what TV shows he should get into, and then somebody replied back saying, you should watch Eyewitness. And then, like, two weeks later, he reached out to somebody again and was like, <laughs> and was like, hey, how's your Thanksgiving going? And they were like, good, just watch a bunch of TV shows. How about you? And Applebee's guy replied back, me too. And then they were like, what shows are you watching? And he's like, oh, I'm watching Eyewitness. <laughs> and I just want to give a shout-out to the personalization well, of Applebee's. This is sort of like sense. a cross... Like it feels it feels like like a rising of uh, like the droids like rising up. <laughs> the Twitter account is just personifying itself. There's now. a there's like in the in the Venn diagram of people who like Applebee's and people who like Eyewitness. There's more overlap <laughs> than you'd expect in that it's not just you. Yeah, 
It's a big thing for me. So that was um, ARC, whoever ARC is at Applebee's. Shout out. They, big time shout out. They're going to get a bump now. I, get, I, bump. Wonder who, I wonder who the, yeah, I don't know. Well, as you're talking about your thing, I'm going to figure out who. I got a lot of, I was talking who, about one. Who, uh, uh, my, my friend at work discovered that, well, he made an initial discovery, and then I, I blew this up into, I believe that Seinfeld and Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad all exist in the same universe. I've cracked this case. Wait, Seinfeld, Breaking Bad? And Better Call Saul. Okay. I can probably break the case for you, but let's nope. hear you take it first. Elaine goes out with uh, okay. the dentist, who was played by Brian Cranston. What's the dentist's name? I forget what his name is. Dentist. Dr. Dentist. No. I think he was in the Festus episode, too. Anyway, he's, he's the one that becomes Jewish. He converts to Judaism just for the jokes. <laughs> and he's very it's very hysterical. Anyway, there's a big... There's a couple... See, there's a... There's like... In the second last episode of Breaking Bad, uh, Brian Cranston, you know, he goes and has to live a secret life for a couple of years. I think he moves to New York, becomes a dent. Like, there's parts they don't show. So, yeah, you know, these are like these are all the reasons that I was going to say it can't work. But if you're saying it's the same character same living character, in secret, he comes, he lives in secret. He comes, to, I think, and they they show him in like some state. I think it's like a uh, some cold state, maybe it's Vermont or something. Anyway, but he's there for like a couple for like a couple of years, and he comes back. I think though that sequence is longer than they than they try to show because that show messes with time. Like four se- the first three seasons take place over a year, or the first four seasons take place over a year, and the last season takes place over several. Like they mess with times. So anyway, mm-hmm. he's I'm guessing he's he comes to New York, becomes a dentist, goes out with Lane, but anyway he goes back to become and then like the whole end of Breaking Bad happens. Now this is the one that people don't recognize because everyone knows he was in that show. Um, Bob Odenkirk played Saul Goodman. The whole show better call Saul. There's like each season starts with a black and white segment. So far, the two seasons starts with a black right. and white segment of him now in hiding, modern day, like present day. Him now in hiding, working at a uh, Cinnabon. But anyway, he was also in Seinfeld, also dating Elaine, trying to become a doctor, and he wasn't good at it. This is Saul's character to a T. Saul's character tries and tries and tries and fails repeatedly to become a respected lawyer and can't do it. And he's living in hiding at some point, also like. The show is the entire show is a flashback to before Breaking Bad, except for the black and white segment. So I think at some point he goes and tries to become a doctor. Lives in New York. Elaine went out with both of those characters, <laughs> who were also I, both on on Breaking Bad. I um, want to believe that. I actually don't want to believe that, but <laughs> I do give it merit. I will say mm-hmm. I. Have my own theory, not even theory, but something that, I mean, I, I guess you can call it a theory. I wish it was true about Breaking Bad and Bob Odenkirk. Right. Better, uh, Better Call Saul, rather. Um, Better Call Saul, as you know, spoiler alert, takes place. Uh, it starts off with these black and white scenes of Saul living in Nebraska. Right. Um, this is his hidden Omaha. life. It's his hidden life yeah. after Breaking Bad. And like the witness he, for unofficial witness. Like program. him and him and Walter White both go to live like secret yeah. lives off the grid. But in then the Walter finale White, of Bre- Walter White can't take it, and he comes back home to make make everything right again, yeah. and he sacrifices himself. And 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 uh, Saul doesn't. In the right. finale of Breaking Bad, spoiler alert, uh, spoiler alert, he says off the cuff, like I'm going to wind up the manager of a Cinnabon in Omaha. That's what he does. Because he used to do. work in Cinnabon when he was growing up, or something like that. Really? Yeah. Like and that's then, what his character says at one point. Um, so he's, so he's in Omaha, mm-hmm. Nebraska, mm-hmm. living there, shooting, uh, everything shot in black and white. Right. The same time, like right after Breaking Bad comes out, I think, mm-hmm. and before Saul comes out, it's around the time that the movie Nebraska comes out. Bob Odenkirk is in that movie. That's a black and white movie, Also too. shot 
in black and white. With the guy who plays McGruber, what's his name? He's another Will Forte. Will Forte. The only hole in theory is that they go to Nebraska, but he, he actually lives in yeah, he had a, Montana. Right. So, hole in that theory. But all his I all don't think I didn't spend time trying to do a YouTube mashup trailer. Both the, you know what, though? Like, he has like a, a tight family unit in the movie Nebraska and a tight family unit in, the, in Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, I don't think he's at both of those. Different brothers and stuff from different families. Well, if we're gonna start poking holes in theories, that's here. <laughs> so um, speaking of these theories, you know where like these theories get out of control that we make. Here's one though that's actually like true and hilarious. There was some some stupid soap opera. I don't know, was the sixties or seventies, eighties. Anyway, there was like the show ended on the worst twist imaginable, which was that the whole entire series was just M Night Shyamalan's The Village. <laughs> was was the village? No, the whole the whole show was in some kid's mind. It was never in the show. Just some mental patient. Like, the whole show was just stories he would tell that were lies, just, like, stories in his mind. And, like, the main house from the show was just in some snow globe he had. It was real, real stupid ending. But anyway, the sitcom went on for so long, and it spawned so many spinoffs, which in turn had also a bunch of spinoffs, and in turn had a bunch of crossover characters that you could link down the chain over a hundred shows to this one show. And if you, if you believe all the, everything the TV says is true about their, that there has to be an internal consistency, it means that hundreds of these shows exist only in this kid's mind. It's <laughs> absurd. This, it's I, the worst twist ending ever. I specifically have, like, uh, get hung up on things that don't make sense in shows where, like, characters cross over. Like, in, yeah. in Friends... Uh, like I think they reference George Clooney, but Clooney is in another episode of the show playing As this ER else. character. Right? Uh, oh, is he playing the ER character? Yeah, they they do things like that a lot. Um, it is. Uh, I think they probably do it with Brad Pitt too. Well, two of my show, favorite shows. Like that. So okay, Every, the two Long Island shows. We already talked a lot about um, about King of Queens. King of Queens did this. King of Queens and. Everybody loves Raymond, which Raymond is... A, well, Ray, Ray Romano was another actor from Long Island, and actually he writes... His fictional character writes for Newsday. That's the real Long Island newspaper my dad reads every morning. The whole thing was he writes for the sports column. Yeah. My, my dad actually... My family met his... Ray Romano's brother, because he's like a high school baseball coach around here. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so anyway, like, on... on Everybody loves... On, on No, on King of Queens, they have their friends Ray and Deborah over. Okay, fine. Yeah. On, on Everybody Loves Raymond... Kevin James is on the show, but not as he, not so as, he, as show, his character from King of Queens because of the, the timelines of those shows when they came out. First, he appeared as a guy named Kevin. Kevin James appeared as a guy named Kevin on Ray's friend on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, as one of yeah. as a regular as, as as one of he was like on the show a few times as one of and then, Ray Romano's friends. But then he got his own show and left. Everybody and then Loves he Raymond. became he he yeah he appeared on Everybody Loves Raymond and then he when King of Queens started. They started doing crossovers as their characters. Right. So Ray that has appeared sense. on King of Queens as Ray Barone. Kevin James has been on Ray on Everybody Loves Raymond as two different characters. Oh, he has been back again. As he's played. He's come back as Doug Heffernan, I believe, a couple times. There was. I, I've never been able to find a clip online, but there was a thing where Kevin James, CBS used to do a lot of crossovers, and Kevin James and. Bill Cosby, when Cosby was at one of the, whatever show was on at the time, uh-huh. not the Cosby show, I guess it was Cosby. And Cosby Ted, show was before and There was another one called Cosby, I believe. Yeah, and then be. Ted Danson had a show called Becker where he played a doctor. They're all like in the waiting room at Becker's office. Interesting. Um, but it's hard to find clips from them because CBS did it as like a crossover event night and they kind of aired between episodes uh-huh. and they're now not a part of either episode kind of, so you can't find them. Wow. But we just stumbled onto something sort of interesting. 
everybody, I, so as somebody who likes Jerry, I, I'm really fascinated by the saga of, of, of like the, the canon of TV shows, yeah. like the, yeah. the, the story, um, like all this stuff with crossovers and, or the universe collapsing on itself in TV shows nobody would care about. It's pretty fascinating. So on King of Queens, Ray Romano, like I said, appears as Ray Barone on the show. He appears on it in like May of 2007. Mm -hmm. And Everybody Loves Raymond ended in like May of 06. So really the last time in he's, this he's thing seen... that anybody sees Ray Barone is on a King of Queens episode. Really? In a very like kind of... Like a throwaway moment? Like, yeah, it's like it's a full episode, but it's... Uh, it's 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 a little it's it's like not what would really happen on Everybody Loves Raymond maybe it's wow. like they're going to a club and it's they're trying to be cool, um, and then similarly the most even though, as much as I like Joey the most up to date like the most recent thing that occurs in Friends canon uh huh it's not is, season two of Joey is not wow. Phoebe has a twin sister named Ursula who's also played by the same who's actress also played by Lisa Kudrow. Uh -huh. Ursula, Lisa Kudrow was on Mad About You. She played, uh, recurred as a waitress named Ursula. Okay. Then when Friends came out, it was on like right after Mad About You. Mm -hmm. And so the creators of Friends were like, well, it's weird that she's in both shows. Let's write Ursula into this as her twin sister. And the Mad yeah. About You guys were like, yeah, that's cool. So that happened. So there were kind of crossovers at that point of Ursula and Phoebe and things like that. And then Friends ended and Joey ended. Man About You ended first, but their finale went into the future, into like 2020-something. Okay. Something that hasn't even happened yet. Right. And they mention that Ursula becomes mayor of New York. So really the <laughs> most up-to-date, if you're going to be strict about Universe, the most up-to-date piece of information that we have is that Ursula, Phoebe Scissor from Friends, becomes mayor of New York City. The character's like a real bitch too, right? And yeah. To Phoebe and <laughs> yeah. Friends. That's wow. Hilarious. Well, that was a huge um, tangent that nobody cares no, about. No, that was good. I like the connection. But I dropped the knowledge. So here's another one of these weird ones. If I said this last season, I, I apologize. I've only got like 10 stories altogether. So uh, <laughs> you, are you familiar with the movie Machete and Machete Kills? Uh, yeah, Danny, I haven't okay. seen them. So Danny Trejo plays Machete. Uh, a lot of people think they know the origin of this movie, and yet they'd be wrong. So... Um, a lot of people were surprised by the sequel, Machete Kills, and they shouldn't be. So Machete is a very grindhouse wannabe, like a grindhouse movie. It's supposed to look like a like a real grindhouse movie from the 80s. Um, there was, it was made by Robert Rodriguez, who's friends with Quentin Tarantino. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of like the first one, it's supposed to look really like cheesy and silly. So they have trail, they have like moments where they say like, oh, Machete will return in Machete Kills, and then Machete 3, Machete in Space, which hasn't been made, but I hope they do someday because it'd be awesome. Everyone thinks they know where this movie, why Machete was made, and here's why. Um, in Quentin Tarantino, his friends with Robert Rodriguez, they did a double feature called Grindhouse Presents uh, Planet Terror and, and Death Proof. Mm -hmm. They each made a movie. They sold, it was one ticket for it. It was awesome. You sit in the theater for like four hours. I only got to see it on Blu-ray after, but I wish I could have saw it in theaters. It was a really cool thing. I thought going in, like, these are going to be two short movies to make it one full one. No, these are two full movies. And actually... Quentin Tarantino says that Death Proof is his worst movie, which I disagree. I think it's an awesome movie. It's, um, it's, it's really, really cool. But anyway, the other half was Robert Rodriguez's movie. Uh, it, was, it was a zombie movie. But in between, they had fake trailers for fake movies. They had one. Uh, one trailer was directed by Eli Roth, and it was called Thanksgiving. It was about like someone who murders people on Thanksgiving. And there was a trailer in it for a movie called Machete. 
which is fake. And there's a lot of rumors that I've read online that says that 50% of the movie Machete was already filmed when they filmed the trailer for Machete, because they filmed the trailer to be part of this Grindhouse double feature like a joke. Everyone thinks that's the origin of the movie Machete, but it's not. It's not, and I'm going to blow everyone's mind. Machete is a very R-rated character. He slashes people with machetes. There's a lot of naked women in the movie. It's very R-rated, everything about it. Machete was in Robert Rodriguez's movie Spy Kids, the original Spy Kids. He plays their Uncle Machete. Danny Trey, I remember that. That's the character Machete. <laughs> and they even talk about he's a shady character. He like made by Robert Rodriguez, same director. He took the same actor, same name. He's a shady character in the first kids movie, a G-rated or PG-rated kids movie, and brings him into these R-rated slasher films. And that's where he really came. So from. I have that's seen why. something from the Machete uh, <laughs> series of movies because mm -hmm. I've seen all the Spy Kids. <laughs> yes, you're 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 now part oh of the God. Machete canon. That's huge. Those movies got off. To the second one I didn't like, it, and I was disappointed because I wanted to like it and it had a. Charlie Sheen, which was right after he went off the rails and was supposed to be, he was crazy. Same with, um, like, Lindsay Lohan. And oh, Lady yeah. He, he, it's what, supposed to have a lot Carlos of, Estevez. It's, right. Yeah they, yeah, they bill him as, as Estevez. Um, and it's cool because that's what Grindhouse movies are. There's, it's a lot of, like, washed-up actors or, like, only one famous actor. So a cool thing, like, in the Grindhouse movie, one of them, like, the zombie movie Robert Rodriguez made, it's, uh, it's it has, uh, who's the guy from, from Die Hard? The main guy, bald guy. Very famous. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is in it. But also, also on Friends, they're huge Die Hard fans, and then Rachel dates Bruce Willis. That's probably the most glaring. That's a wild one, too. Yeah, that's that's one it's that. very hardcore. Anyways. Wow. So, Bruce Willis was in, uh, he was in, he was in Planet Terror, which is part of the Grindhouse double feature, and he plays, um, he's, he's clearly the, the only super famous actor in the cast, and he has like, a, but he was, now from what I read is that he was on, on set every day, all this stuff, but they intentionally, when they film him, he's the only one in frame. Always, intentionally, all the time. And the reason why is because when they made these Grindhouse movies in the 80s, it was like they'd film it. Oh, man, we signed someone big and famous. We can get them in here for a day. Film all their, all their scenes while no one else is around, mm -hmm. around their schedule. And they're not in in picture with everyone, but they're in the movie. And that's what they did intentionally. Because that was a really cool little tidbit thing they did. Fun fact. Really? Yeah. It's cool. So if you watch that movie, take a look. He's never on screen with anyone else, even though he's right in the middle of scenes with everyone else. That's cool. cool. It's pretty neat. Bruce Willis, man. Yeah, he's cool. He's I speaking of before we go, mm -hmm. it just came out that Nick Cage, Screen Crush reported on this website, Screen Crush. Nick Cage is in a new movie called Arsenal. People at home can't see this. Is Whoa. this is what Nick Cage looks like he in looks the like movie? A man. He looks almost like he's trying to play like uh, Pablo Escobar so or something. Or he looks a lot like Tony Clifton. They're saying for, yes, uh, uh, Andy wow, Kaufman's character. Does. And yeah, and he plays a guy. Um, people found out they, they were like, "Wait, this guy, that character looks a lot like a Nick Cage character from a movie called Deadfall that nobody saw in '93." Mm -hmm. And they asked the um, they asked the director of the movie, and it turns out Cage is playing the same character really? as he played in his 1993 Deadfall movie. That's wild. And on top of that, K I think Cage's brother Christopher Coppola directed. Deadfall, and he's in this movie, and they're related people to Francis are, Ford. People are freaking out. Yeah, Nick Cage, Nick Cage is Francis's nephew. Really? Ooh, I believe it's nephew. Wow. Yes, Cage is a fake last name. Who would have thought? I want to talk more about. I want to talk about more about Nick Cage next episode because I got some good stuff. We can talk for hours about Nick Cage. Okay, I think. Um, I think we did it. I think uh, we're at thirty-five. I think. Oh wow. Uh, 
These people are 35 getting work. minutes of people listening to us talk about friends. That's too long. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, man. All right. Episode two over. Bye-bye now. Please hang up and try again.